the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Learn to Buy and Sell Cars is sponsored by Randy Adams, Inc. on AM630, The Word. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. San Antonio, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We've had fun on Facebook this morning trying to get technology to work, but you know, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for the ability of talent. You just bless each and every one of us. Let us just use our talent. Let us learn. Let us grow. Help us use your scripture to, to be a better person, to know exactly what's coming from you, and that we'll take anything that's of us out and that we'll plan our future because of you, not because of what man says and what man wants out of us. Uh, help each and every one of these listeners to know you, love you, honor, and serve you. Be blessed with your presence. And I ask it in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, text somebody. Tell somebody we're uh, we're having a great day on the radio. Uh, we're having a lot of fun already this morning. And I uh, got to tell... Uh, one of my mentors, Baron Wiley, thank you for being with, uh, helped me get on this radio show. It was kind of a unique situation. We met at a garage sale. <laughs> but he, he's like so many people in, and at my church. Uh, I'm the concierge at the, at the Stone Oak Door. If you want to meet me, I'm at first and second service. And I get people smiling. They call me the apostle of joy because I get people laughing and smiling. And I want your life better. I want you at peace. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want to be your mentor. I've got a heart that I see so many people making so many mistakes. And uh, uh, and it's financial. It's You're letting car dealers do something to you that you shouldn't. And uh, and it's all in pride, greed, keeping up with the Joneses. Hello, Brian Becker. Uh, we were talking about your dad the other day, uh, how we miss him. Uh, but... Uh, we, we're we're together each and every day, uh, just trying to to be the best we can in in every situation. Thank you, Baron. And uh, we're going to talk about all kinds about stuff. But I mean, I, I got a new uh, magazine. Uh, Proper destiny prevents payment packing. You you wouldn't think what that is. We got a caller already. But payment packing. What is payment packing? Well, that's that's dealers that. Uh, I put the phone number on on Texas I sent out, so we may have some callers today. Thank you. Uh, payment packing, despite improved industrial education and a slew of regulatory enforcement actions, packing payment remains a popular pursuit at dealerships around the nation. Here's how to prevent this highly illegal practice. Illegal practice before it starts. They know they got a problem. Is it Carlos? Good morning, Carlos. How you doing? Good morning, Mr. Randy. First, I hope you feel your health much better. I'm doing well. And everything is with your wife. Thank you to the radio station and all the people with your sponsors. Thank you for everything you help us. Well, I need uh, sponsors. Call them up. <laughs> we need sponsors telling, telling the truth, please, don't we? We need a sponsor for the program, And won't please, the, and won't the people do better? Yeah. Mr. Randy, first I want to say, you know, Talking about again uh, the old these my the old guy all these people they bought the most and the 2019 the first I want to tell the you know the listeners is nobody's perfect we have to learn we are learning things to use the radio station and I don't want the people I hate when the, my friends tell me you know I'm very dumb I don't know how to do the things 
and I feel that nobody's perfect. Nobody. No, nobody I'm not perfect. That's for sure. That's my that's ex-wife. Right. We have to, we have to, we have to, no, I tell the, the people, we, we, your listeners, brother, don't feel bad. You know. Well, and, and what man perfect. makes breaks? Nothing's perfect. Exactly. So I want the people to feel good. I want the people, we have to learn to, to, to uh, aprend, uh, uh, we have to learn and that way we, we have to pass the, the knowledge to the people. I really appreciate it. You go to us, Mr. Randy. Well, to, so we got to support friends. people. We got to be mentors. Sir. I know that you you work with so many people, and I don't know how you found all of them from Mexico, but I guess there's plenty in San Antonio. But you help so many people, and you but you find the productive people, the people that want to work, that want to pay taxes, that want to to become Americans, real Americans, you know, and appreciate Americans. And I've noticed that about you, Carlos, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Mr. Randy. I tell, I talk to the people, you know, Mexican Americans, Venezolanos, Cubanos, Puerto Ricanos, uh, color people, uh, Oriental people. Say, guys, we all of us we are American. We well, we're, American. well, there's four blood types. If my blood works in you. Uh, thank the Lord. If your blood works in me, thank the Lord. There's four blood types. And that's what we need to look at. We're all made of uh, from God, and, and He's created us. But, you know, blood looks the same if you if you're, it's in a bag, and we're all the same. We can't tell the difference. But, you know, our bodies would work with the right type of blood. And, and, and we get all jacked out of shape out of how somebody looks. And and we take it too much, and you know, and people say things to us, and we take it the wrong way. We get offended, and and we carry that. And uh, I'm going through a, a lesson right now uh, about it's we're like cows, and how we like cows. Well, if you eat and the food passes through you, it leaves. But if you chew on it, if you chew on a fence, you chew on something that went wrong, you chew on something and you keep chewing it and it don't go away and it gets bigger and it gets and it, it stays with you. And and we've got to not let things offend us. We can't let what we drive offend us. Are you, you know, do people look at you by what you drive? Do people look at you, you know, how you look, how you dress, you know? I mean, when you're content with yourself, you know, insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. And if you're you're secure and you know where you stand and you know what's going on in your life, you're secure. And and that's I was insecure. I could I can talk about it. I was insecure before I met Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I was insecure. And the Joneses tried to keep up with me, and I bought with pride and grit. And I mean, money to me, I never could get enough. And I, it just, my life was a wreck. And and so we've got to get our heads straight, because the, you know, I'm gonna, I can talk about what the banks have done in the last three weeks. They have pumped up the bank. The federal government has gave the banks, and this was in Wall Street Journal. Two hundred and twenty billion, not million, billion with a B, to pump up the banks on bad car loans, and they're doing the same thing they did in the real estate business. These outlaws in our in our in the in the industry of of the Wall Street of the you know what they're trying to do. They're taking the bad loans, putting them in bonds, and selling them to to the people and saying what a great deal and what great interest rate. Well, they're bad loans. They ought to be high interest rate. And when the deal goes down, you know, and now the federal government is trying to pump up the bank's banking system because they don't want to see such a collapse in in cars. But when the average loan is $32,619, and that's what Wall Street Journal quoted, the average car loan, that's cars, not trucks. And the car's worth in four to five years, four to five thousand. Look at that loss. Where does that go? That goes into the big manufacturers because they got it. That goes into the car dealerships that are averaging forty five hundred to fifty five hundred in F and I. There's some F and I people in this town that make forty, forty five thousand a month. That's a small percentage of what the dealership makes. So if the if they're getting paid ten or fifteen, twenty percent Look how much money they made for the dealership and to, for them to make forty, forty-five thousand a month. And so, yes, we got to. I want to 
do do we get treated? You know, it says in the Bible, "Do unto others as you would have undone you would do unto them, or want done to you." I mean, what do you want done? And and the salespeople know how strong they are and how educated they are and how they're putting people together. But it's okay for them to do it. But when they go to buy something, it's a new ball game, Bubba. I want the best deal. I want to talk to the owner. I want free extended warranties. I want this. I want that. They know the game. And they want the game, but when its roles are reversed, they're not. They're, they don't want it to, the other way. They want to take advantage of everything they can. So you know, car business. You know, it. It. We need to know exactly. You know where we stand. Good morning, Don and Weston, and and uh, just everybody that's on Facebook. Randy Adams. I appreciate all the Facebook people. But we we've got to know. We've got to get an even playing field. Yes, we want car dealers to make money. And there's some dealers out there that will tell you the truth. Not many of them no more, but they'll tell you the truth. But the F&I people, I had to, somebody tell me, said, you know, I went in there and they, I walked out. I got, you know, this was a good friend of mine, Randall Flores, great guy, landscape business in New Braunfels. I've known him psh, over 20 years. He walked into a good dealership and the F&I person said, here's the deal. You either take it or leave it. He left it. He walked. He said, Randy, I've, I've learned from your show to get up and walk out when they're taking advantage of me. And they were murdering me in the F&I department, and I walked out. You've got to know. You've got to get your financing ready. You've got to know what your trade's worth. You've got to know what's going on. And, and thank you, Carlos, for helping so many people. You want to help them. You want them to make better decisions. You want them to be content in what they're driving. And and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to tell people exactly what is going on because let me tell you something. I'm talking to people that owe twenty thousand too much on their vehicle and they can't afford it and they're about to lose it. And banks, due to what's going on now in the banking business, you get ninety days behind, they make you pay the whole thing. There's no catch up anymore. Catch up is something we put on French fries. But no, catch up in the in the banking business, pay it all off. I've talked to a bunch of people. I talked to youth pastor. Hey, and come to think about it, if you've got a car and you'd like to help a youth pastor, they need to borrow a car for a couple of months to get themselves back on feet. Uh, if you've got a car, a good car, you'd like to sell cheap. Maybe with the members of the church, we can gather up enough money. But there's a youth pastor that needs a vehicle, and we'd love to help them. And so... You know, I'm in a situation where it's it's different for me, and I'm looking also for them, and I'd love to help them. But if you've got one they can borrow for 60, 90 days, uh, they'll get insurance on it, and they'll use it, and they'll give it back to you, or you can sell it to them. So, or if you've got a car you'd like to donate to a youth pastor. Um, they used to be in New Brunswick, now they're in San Antonio. So God bless them. But, you know, a lot of people have got cars laying around. I, I bought lots of cars off the radio listeners because they know I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I had a radio listener call in just before the show that's got a, uh, a unique situation, and he's got a truck to sell, and I'm interested in all of it. It's a 97 Chevrolet. I drive a 97 Chevrolet pickup. It's at my house at, out the lake, and I love it, and everybody wants to buy it, but... It, you know, I enjoy something that's been taken care of. I, I, I bought an 86 Cutlass. I'm sorry, 83 Cutlass from uh, radio listeners this week. Lovely people uh, live in Terrell Hills, need air. And, and, you know, I was talking to them about buying their property or helping them sell their property because I do a lot of real estate business. If you got a house, I had a radio listener I bought a van off of. He had to get the van out of the driveway because he sold the house. But these people, they bought the house way too cheap. I'd have bought the house, you know. And he sold a great house. Way, I mean, this is $350,000 house, and he's 50000 spent on it. And they gave 200000 You need to watch out how you... You sell stuff. You need to need you need a good real estate person. I got the best. Desiree is a sweetheart, and you know, do your homework. Find a buyer. Get you know, this guy would have spent a little effort. He would have done it right. Well, it's the same way in cars, cars, houses. We've got too many people in this world 
that has become money is their God, and they don't care about relationships. They don't care about taking care of people. They don't care. They don't want a small profit. They want a big profit. And the car business has become a big profit industry, a big profit money a machine, and it takes so much money for them to be in business. Yes, we want them to make money, but we don't want to be ripped off. Is Carlos still online? You still there, Carlos? Yes, yes, sir. I'm here, sir. And so, uh, you know, I thank you. And, um, you know, and just like your buddy that has the Mustang that walked in to buy a new Ford pickup and he ends up with a new GT Mustang, and now he needs to get rid of it, and it, you know, he still owes twenty four thousand with thirty five thousand down and is paid in six thousand more. That's way out of line. I mean, you start adding all those figures up, Carlos. He's at forty one thousand, and he still owes twenty four thousand. He's not going to get much back out of that that car. So the salesperson, you know, hammered him so hard. And and then we had the guy last week that buys a car from a franchise dealer. And the dealer's not helping, and he's owned it two months, and the motor's gone. And they lied to him. They said, oh, you, you raced the motor too high. Will they tell you the truth? No. So he, he takes it to a, a Subaru dealership, and they run it through the computer. No, he's, he has not raced that car. He's not tore it up. He's drove it right and sensible. So, I mean, when has it become all right to lie? The car business, you know, if you know the truth and don't say it, if you know better and don't say it, you're lying, you know. And what's an excuse? The dealers all got excuses. An excuse is a thin-skinned lie. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yes, you knew that. You're in the business. You do it every day. You do it to all your customers, and you say, oh, I didn't know that. And I love, of course, I, I got the best, I think, the best auction man in the country, Mike, Uh and he his his first things he always said that's the first I've heard of it. He loves saying that. Well, that's the first the, the car salesman. They'll say the same thing. Oh, that's that's the first I've heard of it. Well, it, you know, people push things off. Push. They don't want to face the truth. They don't want to tell the truth anymore. And the truth hurts sometimes. And I have learned that I don't want to cover up a lie. I don't want to have to excuse a lie. I don't want to have to, you know. Re, you know, I've got a great memory, and what I say, I'll back up. But it's a lot easier when you tell the truth and do it right than tr- than trying to back up, trying to cover up a lie, trying to get up another lie to cover up that last lie. And the car business has become, you know, it's all right if I rip you off, but I don't want to be ripped off when they buy something. And that's and that's what I'm trying to show everybody. They're well trained salespeople that know how to buy and sell. You need to know how to buy and sell. You need to look outside the box. You need to know what your house is worth and do a little effort and and not believe the first person that comes up and tells you what it's worth. You know, and and, and understand that, you know, it's your hard earned money that you're working for. And and it can disappear in a matter of a heartbeat, just like those people that, that spent thirty five thousand on a Mustang GT when they wanted to buy a Ford truck, and that's friends of yours, Carlos. Yeah, that's what I went to. Later said, "Can you explain it again?" We we do what you said. We went to the uh, you know about the extended warranty to give us the money back. They was playing with these people all these two weeks until they called somebody from the finance company and they tell him. We don't know why the people in Red Macon, they treat you like that. You know, they, they, they have to give you your money back. Because finally, they took, spoke with a lady, and they got send the money back, you know, for the extended warranty they never use. You know, but it's very sad they take advantage of people. I feel sad. I want you all the time give the effort to let us know and explain us why we have to be careful with the people. We don't say they're about people. There is business. But it's very bad they take advantage for people, really. They try to make the best for them. You know, to to put the invest the money in the best way they can. Well, and I want my customers. I want to be able to face my customers every day. I want to be able to see them six months down the road. I'm buying a, an explore. I mean, an expedition back from a guy I sold it to, and he used it for a year, and he brought it back to me, and he said, "What will you give?" And I told him, and he said, "Well, let me think about it and pray about it." And I said, "Yeah, do that." And and uh, he called me back yesterday, and he said, "I've decided to sell you the expedition." Back. And I said, okay. And another thing is he shopped it, and it didn't cost him. I mean, 
it probably cost him fifteen hundred to two thousand to drive it for a year. Where can you go get a car for two hundred a month? You can't rent one for that, and it fit his lifestyle, it fit his budget, it fit everything, and that, and that's why it, that we need to look at things. What what it would be worth when I get through? He was expecting to keep it two or three years, but it's not fitting his lifestyle right now, so he needs to get rid of it. And I'm a buyer back now. Most dealers would try to make a bunch of money on him in the first deal, and then when he comes back, cut him to his knees where it's not worth nothing. I want to be fair with everybody. And and he hadn't hurt the car, and he hadn't he, he put some miles on it, but not all that many miles. But, you know, we the people that you have to be prepared for a, a war mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know, the problem I have with pastors, uh, most of them, or some of them, or a few of them, I don't know, uh, they don't pray about it enough. I talk about a youth pastor 20 years ago that was dreaming of, he had a budget of $11,000, but he was dreaming of a $20,000 car that the Lord was going to give him. Well, I, the Lord, we we fought through this deal for three months, and the Lord didn't bring it to him, but he brought me an unbelievable unit that I bought at the auction in Dallas. And, I mean, I could have made a bunch of money on the unit, but, you know, I knew it was for this youth pastor, and I got blessed afterwards a bunch. And so, but I sold to him, and I had I had the devil sending me dealers wanting to give me 2500 profit on that vehicle. And I bought it with the Lord shut down a bunch of dealers at Dallas Auto Auction. As soon as I bought it, everybody wanted to buy it from me. But, I mean, he's in control. Uh, is he in control of your life? Is he in control of your thoughts? Are you letting the world control your thinking? You know, I mean, I love what uh, I was looking up a, a scripture that I used uh, years ago, First Corinthians six twelve. I have the right to do and say anything, but not everything is beneficial. What's beneficial in your life? What What are you walking with? Who, who are you helping? Who are you, you know, are you blessing somebody? Are you cursing somebody? You know, I mean, are you a giver or taker? Givers are always happy, always giving, always content. Takers are never happy and never content and never enough and never at peace. I want to be peace. I want to be at peace with myself. I want to be at peace with everybody else. And if money will fix it, it ain't broke. I mean, and so we've got to think about that. What is fair? What is right? I'm helping uh, a little lady that, you know, she's got her mind set in her own way. And, and, and I bought a van. And this woman has got a two-story house, but I wouldn't sleep in it. It looks like it's going to fall down. But we're gonna, I'm going to bless her with this van. As soon as she figures out where she wants to put it, she's mentally, she's, she's mentally in a struggle. She's, a mental, she's struggling with herself where to put it, what to do, how to live. And so, you know, what, what, where are you at your next step? What are you, where do you want to invest your money? Where do you want to throw your money off? You know, I keep talking about we work eight hours a day, and that eight hours a day you make money. And so 40-hour week, you make that money. Well, you're not going to get that, that time back. Life is time. My my body's 70, my mental, you know, I keep talking about mentally you're going to live forever. I am mentally 20. My body's 70, but mentally I'm 20. Where is that time? How much time have I got left on earth? What do I want to do? What is my purpose in life? What is What is my ministry? Everybody's got a ministry of some kind. I don't care who you are or what you are. There is something that you've gone through that you can help others. My ministry is the stuff I'm going through in the car business, the growth I've seen, what's happening to people, talking to people. I love talking to my listeners. People don't realize that. I can't believe you called me back. I can't believe you answered the phone. I wouldn't be on the radio paying money to be on this, this station right now if it, if it didn't mean I want to give back, I want to talk to you, I want to spend time with you. I spent time with those people uh, downtown San Antonio on that 83 Cutlass that I love with 68,000 miles. I mean, this car brings me back to the 83s and, and the middle 80s, and this was a great, great V8 little Cutlass Supreme. And so I enjoyed talking to them. I enjoyed relating to them. I enjoyed uh, visit with them. And we and we both sides were happy. They happy what they got. I'm happy what I've got. It's a fair deal, and and they're happy. 
And and so, but what I love talking and finding out what you want to hear, what what questions are asked. Carlos, you do a great job asking questions, and and it's other people that listen to the radio have walked in the same shoes, been in that same situation, owed too much money, walked in to buy something they intend to buy, and bought something else. And but you're out there helping people, and a lot of people don't have that uh, assistant. They don't have that somebody wanting to help them and be there for them. And you know you understand it because you listen to the radio show and you're around enough. And, you know, I thank you for what you're trying to do. I thank you for being involved with people's lives because you love them and you want to make a difference. When you love somebody, you want the best for them. And I want the best for my listeners. I want the best for everybody out there. We're going to we're one minute from taking a break, folks, and we'll be back on Facebook Live after about a four minute break. Text somebody, call somebody. We've got a lot of stuff I want to bring up today. Packing payments. Um uh, just there's so much that goes on. I've got so much information. I got a spiral notebook full, but I believe I could fill up another spiral notebook of what's going on in the car business, the situations people are in, owing too much money, uh, walking in thinking somebody's going to help them, walk out way, owing way too much and can't pay what they need to pay. And in putting their life in, in, a, in a bind, putting their finances in a bind, their family in a bind. Well, God bless you, San Antonio. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. If you like my show, uh, remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be right back. I love you, San Antonio. God bless you. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great weekend. We're talking about all kinds of stuff in the car business. And I started out with uh, proper destined prevents payment packing. Despite improvement, improved industrial education and a slew of regulatory enforcement action, that's very few, you know, they, they don't police the, the car business, the dealers the way they want to. They don't have enough investigators. And, uh, you know, most of the time they're fighting used car dealers because there's, there's like 28,000 dealers in Texas, just in Texas, not counting. Packing payments remains a popular pursuit Popular pursuit, that means a lot of dealers pack payments, which is illegal. I'll I'll explain this because it says this in this magazine. You know, I've I've got to turn this around so when I show it, uh, let me do this. But anyway, uh, so what you're going to understand, I hope this is not backwards. I'll probably be backwards. Uh, But it says uh, Popular pursuits at dealerships around the nation. So everybody in the nation's doing it. Here's how to prevent this highly, highly, let's, let's talk about that, highly illegal practice before it starts. Packing, you better look at your contract. There's the article. I'm sorry it's backwards. I hadn't had time to switch it today. I, I didn't get it switched around. But anyway, they're talking about how to slow your, well, see, what happens is, the managers and the owners want big profit. So they put the pressure on their F&I department. And packing payments, a friend of mine asked what $45 was on, a, on his contract, and the F&I person so slick said, that's just a one-time charge. Don't worry about it. So he didn't. But then he found out that $45 charge was 72 months of $45. You know, that's a lot of profit there. That's 3000 almost $3,000 profit. Easy money for the dealer. He didn't like that. He didn't know what to do about it, and he didn't get nothing done about it. I said, well, I said, you know, it's added to your cost of your vehicle now because they've, they've already collected that money. See, the, the car dealers collect the money from the, the banks, and 
I've often said that I had a big time credit union wanted me to be a wanted to be a sponsor on my show, and my neighbor was one of the big officials of it, and he wanted me on the show. But indirect lending said no, we don't want Randy on our show because it will slow down or hurt our indirect lending to dealers. They loan money to the dealer super cheap to get customers, and then the dealer makes two to fifteen percent interest on the on the contract, and then the bank has to pay them in advance. Now, there's small chargebacks if the deal goes backwards, but there's very few of those, and and the percentage is small. And so, hello, Joe and Karen and uh, Newberry, Ms. Newberry. And so, um, you know, you got to – banks – they want all the money they get. Now, Wall Street Journal, we're going to, now we're going to talk about you got to make sure on your contract they're not putting any charges on there. They're not supposed to. Number one, walk down that contract. No matter if there's 20 people waiting to get in the F&I line, some of them might be car salesmen. They might be the salesmen. they got to act like they want, they're next. But anyway, take your time. This is your money. Go through every line on that contract, scratch through it if it's open, and know every charge on it because they'll pack a payment. Here's an article in a car dealer magazine saying it's highly pursued. Dealers do it. It's highly illegal. Dealers do it. So you've got to look at your contract and know exactly what the charges on everything is. So what has happened in the car business? Well, Wall Street Journal 10 days ago uh, talking about seven-year loans that American middle class, and this is what they state, this is not old Randy, American middle class can't afford their cars. Inexpensive and generous financing, putting customers deep in debt. Well, the inexpensive finance and generous financing is the dealers and the banks and the finance companies and the credit unions loaning it to the dealers, putting it available to the dealers. The dealers making the big interest. The banks making small interest. Now, what's happened to the car business? Well, we just happen to have uh, the Wall Street Journal talked about $110 billion in one day by the federal government to banks to ease the repo rate on the car business. Hundred and ten billion. Well, that's not all of it. They did another fifty-eight point nine billion. They did another sixty-five billion. It adds up to past two hundred billion, not million billion. So the car business has got themselves financially in bad shape. Why? Because of financing, because of people buying, and because of new cars are so high, trucks are so high. We're seeing people now that used to buy that seventy, eighty thousand dollar Mac Daddy King Ranch diesel. They're they're buying half tons. They're buying cheaper trucks. They're they're you know they can't afford that payment. That you buy a seventy five thousand dollar truck, you drive it for three or four years, and it's worth twenty five thousand, and you lose fifty thousand. Well, that's not counting interest. That's not counting Uncle Sam because if you pay that fifty thousand on that unit, not counting the interest, you got to make sixty or sixty five thousand because you gotta pay Uncle Sam his part. You oh our partner oh partner's Uncle Sam. He's with you for life, you know. And so you're paying so much, people are tired of losing that much money. But we continue to do it. What why it says in Romans, why do I do what I don't want to do and then I hate it? Do I hate myself? Do I hate that decision? Do you let somebody influence you? Who's influencing you? Who's influencing your decision? Who's influencing what you buy and what you sell and what you do? Do you make that you know, if feelings make your purchases, you'll never be happy. Feelings will make purchases that back pocket national can't pay. Feelings will direct you in the wrong way, and then you feel different. You've lost that love and feeling. Righteous brothers are so right. Man, I was in love with this brand new car, and about six months later, I hated it. How can you feel one direction and love it forever, and then the next direction hate it forever? Do that's do they work on your feelings in radio ads? You you know. Do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? you hate what you owe? Come on in here, and we're going to take care of you. They're going to change that feeling from hate to love, new feeling for about a year or two. And then you're going to realize, 
you know, I owe 72 months on this car, and I ain't sure I like it. It ain't, you know, I had a lady that got suckered into buying a little car, paying too much money, owes too much money. She needs a bigger car for herself and her family. She can't do it. Why? Because she got that feeling, we got the right car for you, at the right, and it's going to save you so much gasoline. You know, I love whenever the gas prices go up, everybody's got to buy, jump off and run and buy them a little bitty car. We talked about... Uh, me and a, a few other dealers back in the 70s when uh, gasoline went through the roof and you couldn't get it, and they, they put the fear in the heart of Americans, and they dumped out, they jumped out of their big Cadillacs and Buicks and Lincolns, and they got them little bitty cars, and they hated them. And then the gas went back down, and so after they lost the fortune on their Cadillacs and their Lincolns, then they lost the fortune on their little bitty cars. Our feelings changed too much. We 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 get fear. We let our feelings control us whenever the news media talks about something. But see, you don't hear about the banks pumping up the car business, you know. And they're talking about, you know, what they're worth. They even in this article talking about what they're worth in three to four years, and you know, seven year loans and a third. A third of them are past that. And now the manufacturers are worried about people making 10-year loans, 120 payments. You know, it's households' debt in comparison is $14 trillion. We, We've got ourselves to a, such a debt factor, it's unbelievable. Americans are taking on more debt for college uh, and for cars and for credit cars. And so we're getting ourselves, and that's where we can't pay. You know, what can we afford? What can we do? Auto loans are increasing and getting stretched out to keep the payments manageable. You know, I had a guy call me the other day. His payment on his truck's 800 So he wants to downside. Number one, he owes too much money. Now he's got to carry that, that uh, 15000 he owes too much on on the next car. So now he's going to go from a truck to a little bitty car. When he gets to that little bitty car, they're going to make profit. So now from 15000 he's going to be 18000 upside down on a little car that loses value. The truck would have kept more value. He needed to stretch that out. He said, well, I'm going to go get it refinanced. Who wants to refinance a truck that's 15000 over market? I mean, I was a banker. I wouldn't want to do it. Oh, I want to help you out, buddy. Yeah, come on over here and let me make a loan. I'm going to be 15000 out of round on this truck. Yeah, would you, would, do you want to do that? Well, reverse the roles. See, we, we don't reverse the roles enough. But like I said, the average new car, the average new car loan is $32,619. And that vehicle is going to be worth four to 5000 in four to five years. A growing number won't pay off their car loans, and most people don't because when they get tired of paying for it for three or four months, they still, I mean years, they still owe three years, so they still owe too much money. But the big number and negative uh, is just growing bigger and bigger. So what do they do? They There's $300 billion in bonds, in bonds. So what they do, they take a few good notes and a bunch of bad notes, and they put them in a bond, and they back them together, and they sell them on the stock market. Oh, yeah, this is a great deal. You know, this looks like a 10% return. Well, the problem is when that bond's not worth nothing, what's it worth? Last year, $107 billion. Last year was $107 billion loans were backed on bonds, billion outstanding is two hundred and sixty-four billion bonds backed on cars. Hey, see the stock market. You know, I think there's more outlaws in the stock market than there is a car business. Uh, they find ways of convincing you to invest your money, just like the car business. Invest your money in this great car. Well, that car's not going to be worth much in four or five years. That truck's not going to be worth what you paid for it in four or five years. But that's okay, they think. That's okay. we got time for a couple of callers just in case. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Hey, and this show's going to play again. We're going to be on 1160 for, I think, for two more weeks, three more weeks. Oh, uh, two more weeks. 11... Uh, 11.60 a.m. at 1, uh, 1 
1 o'clock this afternoon, 1 p.m. It'll replace, so if you want to listen to it again or get somebody to listen to it. Also, uh, back on the station I used to be on at 5 o'clock on Saturday morning. Uh, we'll put that on the website, I think, next week. They threw me on. They were so glad to get me back that they threw me on at 5 o'clock first. I called them on, on Monday. We make a deal on Tuesday, and they put me on Saturday. So they were glad to have me back. Uh, and I was glad to be back because it's in the long run. I think it'll it'll pay for itself, and I'm paying for that. Just in case you want a cheap sponsorship, uh, I've got some cheap sponsors right now that advertise that you care about the community, you care about listeners, you care about people making better decisions. Give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about advertising on my radio shows. My number is eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero. Seven zero eight four seven eight nine, and give me a call. I'm gonna give you a phone number. Get pen and paper if you want it toward the end of the show. Love to talk to you about it. And so, the bonds are, are this business of the car business. The government's trying to bail it out. Why? Because the the politicians know that the car business is gonna pump them up with money. The car the politicians know just like I've, everybody said, Randy. Please keep talking about how bad title loans are. I talked about them last week or two weeks ago a little bit. Hey, 330% interest, you can't overcome that. That's a disaster. If you need money, go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car. I'll make you an offer on the car. Buying a lot of cars from listeners. Uh, give me a call. I gave you my phone number. I'll give it again in a little bit. Give me a call. I'll tell you what I'll give for the car. Uh, picking them up all over town. We'll come to you, look at your car, make an offer, come back and pay you for it. Give you time to think about it. You know, I don't want to rush in any quick decisions. I want you to be happy with what you're doing. And uh, bought a vehicle that a uh, gentleman yesterday. This started a, a week before. Uh, the city told him he had to move his vehicle, and they were going to find him. And you know the city will find you. I mean, they love they love that easy cash. So they were going to find him if he didn't move this vehicle. It hadn't been licensed. It wasn't running. Uh, I bought it. It needed some work. I, I spent $682 getting it up and going and bought the car from the guy. And uh, got it out of his way, got the city off his his case. So we buy cars in that situation, buying a truck out in the country. They want it off of their property. It's a 88 Ford 4x4, four four, a little short bed pickup. I've got to go out and pick it up, made a deal with the people. Uh, and, and they're selling it, and it's got some issues. It's not running. Uh, so I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So keep that in mind. But you need to know what your vehicle's worth. You need to make better decisions. You need to be in control. You don't let somebody switch you. Eighty-five percent of the dealers that talk about uh, when the customer comes in, they train their salesman to switch them. I had a gentleman call me the other day. He was, he was almost ready to fight. I'm telling you, not to me. To the dealership, he called about this great truck, exactly what he wanted, great price, all this stuff. Called him and said, we're on the way. The salesman said, it's here. And he said, we'll be there in about 20 minutes. So they get there, and the salesman walks them out to the back lot, and they walk around, and they walk around, and they can't find this truck. Amazing. Amazing. The perfect truck, the perfect price. And not there? Uh, well, but let me say, let me show you some others. He said, no, that was the truck I came for. That was the only truck I came for. Well, I've got this other one. It's only 10000 more. He said, what? 10000 more? He said, did you lie to me? Oh, I didn't lie to you. My manager told me it was here. Well, let's talk to your manager. Well, he, 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 went, he left. Hey, excuses. Thin skin lies. Boy, I'm going to tell you, isn't that the truth? Skin I mean, they're lies, excuses. They make excuses. They make lies. They do all this stuff to uh, to show people uh, exactly what's going on. I want you to know they're, they're going to do anything to get you in there. You know, I've, I've got a buddy of mine, and I bought his truck for $7,000. And uh, he said, when we started the deal, he said, they've offered me 11000 trade-in. I said, well, go over there, make sure, let me give you a price on a new truck. So I got him a price on a new truck. 
I can get you a hey, I can get you a new Cadillac, Lincoln, Ford, Chevy, GMC, uh, Buick, Jeep, uh, Dodge delivered to your home. You don't have to fight the F and I people. I get you the best deal. I'll buy your trade, or if they give too much, I'll let you have it. So I deal with uh, brand new dealers. I don't make any money. They sponsor my shows. And so we'll get you a brand new car at the best price, best for your trade, and delivered to your house. And you don't have to fight the F and I people. It's a great, great deal. I sell lots of new cars every week. If you want a brand new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, Jeep, Dodge, Cadillac, Lincoln, whatever you want, let me know. And so, you know, this guy said he went to the dealership. I got him a price on a new truck, Ford truck like he wanted. I was buying a Ford truck from him. And so he went to the dealership. First off, they went from 11000 wanting to give him 4000 He already had a $7,000 offer from me, so he kept that in his pocket. He said, all right, now what's the price? Well, the price on the new truck, and they were promising 11000 and they gave him 4000 The price on the truck was 4000 higher than what I priced him a new truck. So after all the song and dance, yeah, they gave him a song and dance, and he walked out. He said, hey, these boots are made for walking. Uh, he walked out. And so he got out. He, he he escaped. Houdini, he escaped. And so he escaped, and he came, and he, I got him a new Ford truck, and I bought his truck. And the deal worked out great. He loved it. We even showed it as a trade-in. He saved the tax money, saved 400 bucks on tax. And so the deal worked. But they'll say anything, do anything, say anything on radio. Just like I said, they'll promise you the moon. I, I, there's ads now. Oh, I, it was the most pleasant deal I've ever done. Baloney. Oh, all our cars have lifetime warranty. Yeah, they do, but you pay for 4800 for it. Then you pay a lot of extra stuff that you've got to do in order to keep that warranty. And then we talked about the warranty the guy bought last week from a reputable so-called dealer in town, and now nobody wants to help, and he owns a finance company, he owns a warranty company, and nobody wants to help. You know, and see, we're going to see more and more of billionaires owning their own finance company, their own warranty company, their own gap company, and all the other stuff. A friend of mine told me, he said, and he's been in the car business. We do a lot of business together. He said his niece went in to buy a, a car, and they had an appearance package. Oh, I love the appearance packages are back, folks. You're going to love it. Hey, they're going to add $300 of worth of stuff, and they're going to charge you 2100 to 2800 and so they were putting, you know, locking lug nuts. What are they, 50 bucks? Locking lug nuts. They were putting, uh, they were putting Scotch Guard on the seats, and they were doing, you know, uh, classic car wax on it and charging her 2100 He said, I'm not going that. We got, yeah, we got a couple of minutes on the call if they've got time to call right back. 210 uh, 340-9585. Hey, and uh, give me a call on my mobile just in case I run out of time. 830 830- Seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And if I don't answer, uh, give me a little time. If I don't answer after that, I'll call you back. Call me again. I get super busy, especially Mondays and Tuesdays, on all kinds of stuff. So give me a call. I want to talk to you. I want to hear from you. I, I love my listeners. Believe me. And so, uh, but anyway, a parents package. And so... My buddy told him, he said, hey, this is my niece. I'm not going for that. Take that off. So they took that $2,100 appearance package off. And now, like I said, that was lug nuts, that was Scotch Guard, and that was wax. And they weren't to charge her 2100 And so then they, they were giving her this big figure for this, this trade-in. And we were laughing because she had just had $8,000 worth of damage done to her car. And he, and he, he said... Uh, he said, they did a Cochise look at the car. I said, a Cochise? He said, I said, I hadn't heard that in years. Cochise look at the car was the used car manager sits at his office, kind of puts his hands over the shade, you know, a little sun, and he looks out there and he bids the car. Well, this car had been hit kind of hard. And so anyway, he worked the deal. The niece got a great deal because her car had been hit hard, and they did the Cochise look. This is the Cochise look. I think that car's worth 8500 Well, then they backed it up after they got the deal down. Cochise 
They love it. I, I know a lot of guys that never get out of their seat. Are they lazy? Are they too busy? Are they don't care? Are they've got a built-in? Hey, here's a here's an option on that. Do they have a built-in enough profit on the deal? Are they making about ten thousand dollars where they're jumping that trade in and they don't care? You know, I talk about a buddy of mine who's in the car business who fixes cars. One of the best mechanics in town, and I've got the best mechanics. I got the best body shop. Um, you know, I, I search for good, productive people. And if you need your car worked on, I got the best body shop. I got the best windshield lady, little little Gina. She's the best. She comes at my lot all the time. And so, you know, I want to be the best. I want to help. I help my listeners. I sent Gina out to do a windshield for a lady the other day. They wanted to charge her four sixty. She did it for I think one eighty. Want to charge her four sixty for a windshield. And so. You know, there's there's opportunities out there. I want to be my best. I want to help. I don't want to sell you a parents package. I don't want to sell you something that you know that's three cost me maybe three. You know, you get to thinking about that parents package. Fifty dollars for lug nuts. Ten dollars for Scotch Guard wax. You wax them all anyway. So you know, sixty dollars and they were charging twenty one hundred for a parents package. You you know, they'll go for anything. They'll work you anything. The F&I people will work for you for anything. The people who are making the big money in the car business nowadays are the F&I people. But I was telling you a while ago, the billionaires are buying because they can own the finance company, make the interest rate, and they will charge you. You walk into these big independent used car dealerships, and I mean the big boys, ones with a thousand or more inventory, hey, they finance you, and you don't look at the interest rate. I've seen 18 and 20% on people that deserve 2 and 3%. They own the extended warranty company. They look for a reason not to pay you. And they own the gap company. And they own the appearance package company. That's where they make all this money. That's how they can pay 50 to $100 million for a car dealership. And, and with a million and a half, two million a month in overhead and make money. We want them to make money. I want dealers to make money. That way they stay in business. I just don't want them to rip you off to lie to you and make 50% on a vehicle. We want them to work for 5 to 10 or 15%, not 50 and 60%. Hey, this is Randy Adams. Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. God bless you. Hey, forgive everybody. Hey, don't chew on that unforgiveness. Hey, pass it through. Forget it. Burn it. Put it in the fireplace. Write it all down. Put it in the fireplace. Burn it and forget it totally. Golly, God's forgiven me and he forgot everything. Thank you, God, for forgiving an old bum like me. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.